Excuse um, us while Taryn takes forever to get situated. <laughs> okay. I was just going to say, I don't know about you, but my – hold on. <laughs> my story scared me so bad that I don't want to read it again. I know. I know. <laughs> Guys. Uh, Today's going to be – just buckle up. One of the first things we said to each other when we saw each other today on our way here was how scary each of our stories yeah. are. And it got me so excited to hear Taryn's because mine's <laughs> so scary. And she said it hers actually scared her. So I think we're in for a treat today. Yeah. <laughs> I literally told my dad today. I saw him this morning and I was like, he's like, oh, October series. And I was like, yeah, but like I'm already, I've already reached the point where I'm like, why do we do this to yeah. ourselves? Like, And this is only why? episode two. I know. We have what? Five more? Oh God! Four yeah. more? I'm I might have track. a substitute. What if they? What if you came one week? They're like, Taryn has checked herself in. She needs some time away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was uh, talking about how I think my boyfriend has one of the like smoothest radio voices on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wouldn't it be fun if he just like did the voiceover for oh, the story? Like, narrated it? Yeah. Or just like an intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like ladies and gentlemen. On this week's October series or something like that. a friend. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I was it's, trying. It's do, your best, do your best uh, announcer. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I can. And today's... What? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not dead. good at on the spot stuff. I panic. You know, it's cool. It's fine. That's why we balance each other out. <laughs> okay. Anyways, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. This is Unsolicited Advice, um, where we normally advise you on your life situations and stories. But today is October series, our second episode of 2022. Yes. And we do things a little bit different in October. Yes, we focus on um, one of our shared love interests, which is um, the like reason scary. we're friends. But I will say ours is more like true crime, which true crime is different for me because I feel like I can like listen and I can take notes on like, okay, mm -hmm. what do I need to like it's learn a from this? Who, how, what are red flags to watch for in a person? Mm -hmm. But then this crap that I'm reading today, like, no, this is like. This. And there's there's a reason we don't do the true crime. There's a lot of, of work that goes into that. Yeah, because we you can't know, research anything. We're not, trying, we're, we're not sitting here trying to read. We enjoy true crime. Yes. We're giving you scary stories. Yeah. Because it's some a lot of them, less effort. I mean, mine was a real life yeah. scenario. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so usually we try to like help your life get better and now we're destroying it oh my god we were gonna One listen to design. an old october series on the way oh, over today and we completely we were forgot. too busy catching up bestie we had a lot going on this weekend reach for me okay <laughs> um yeah so october series is great it still is hot as balls so like i'm still just like really upset about that because i want yeah. it to be fall if you're watching everything. the youtube we have our 
new merch on. Hello, new merch. So if you haven't gotten your October series merch yet, jump on it because it's really good. But good, good. <laughs> but uh, we are both wearing biker shorts on yeah. bottom because it's so hot. It's I'm so in hot. slides in biker shorts. We have matching sweatpants to go with the sweatshirts, but there's no way we would survive nah. the LA heat out nah. and about in the full sweatsuit. So. No um, but yeah, just, you know, shameless self promo for the, uh, podcast October series merch. Uh, we put a lot of work and effort into it and we love it. So definitely go check it out and you can twin with us. Yeah, It's just like a very, it reminds me of like just a very like plain classic mm-hmm. pair of like a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It looks like it could be like kind of like an old band. Yeah, sweatshirt yeah. like an old. You know, it's not too thick. Very it's not too like intricate. It's just yeah. like it's not too much. Great, it's a great basic. We like um, it. Okay, so shall we? You said you wanted to do a short, right? Yes. Okay, because I have some two ash, but like, well, you can. We can do uh, two. You go first. I'm not gonna hold. It you was back. already in the thing, the and people, I'd rather read my story first. So the you people, go. Okay. <laughs> I just want to get it. I literally want to rip this I bandaid think off. Taryn's sweating. <laughs> I am so. I think she's very I'm scared. So scared. I'm so scared. So scared. So scared. Go. Um, Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So as you guys know, we normally do a tearing it up in the beginning of the episode. But because uh, it's October series, we thought we would switch it out for a shorty story. Because a lot of you guys sent some really scary stories, but they were really short. Yeah. So we were like, how can we utilize these? So we're going to be putting them in place. I actually did see, though, like some people sent in... Some tearing it up spooky editions Perfect. where it was like they were scared, but then it actually was nothing. So yeah, yeah. we have some. So if you have those, send them. But also if you're like, I have a scary thing, but I'm not going to write a full blown like novel like yeah. most of our stories are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, just like summarize it in like a paragraph and send Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get on in to the first one. Um, I'm not going to say the title because it gives way too much away. We're just going to dive right in. Cue the music. <laughs> Cue the spooky voice, Ash. Stop. Lower your octave. Hi, ladies. As usual, I want to start my letter off by expressing my appreciation and love for this podcast. I think I've listened to every episode three times at this point, and I still can't get enough. Wow. Wow. Whoa. That's real love. No, that's, I'm not that committed to any podcast I listen to. I'm not that committed to anything. I'm a one and done. Which, I mean, y'all can <laughs> hike up our views or yeah. what are they called? <laughs> Downloads? Listens? What? Just stop. What is that? Okay. <laughs> they continue. Thank you for the life lessons, love, and laughs that you provide. So sweet. Now, to my spooky story. Just for some background information, I grew up in Berlin, Germany. Oh, my people. <laughs> I'm German, Ash. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back in eighth grade. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm trying to read my story. I can feel myself being like just jittery. I think she's about I'm to like cry scared. also. Her face is very okay, go red. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Whew. Sorry. If you interrupt me again. I'm so sorry. I'm going to throw <laughs> oh, my I'm beverage sh- at you. Okay, okay. 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 Back in eighth grade, our school organized a two week long ski trip to Austria. We stayed in a Bavarian style hostel and spent the days racing down the alpine slopes. Alpine. Come on, Ashley. (laughs) Do better. (laughs) Our group was designated to an instructor based on our skill level, and we stuck with the group for the entire trip. 
The average day would start with a Bavarian breakfast in the hostel, mostly bread, cheese, and meat, followed by a bus ride to the top of the mountain where we divided into our designated groups. We'd ski until noon and then break for lunch with the entire class. This involved more bread, cheese, and meat. (laughs) After lunch, we'd hit the slopes again and only head back to the hostel at the very end of the day when it would start to get dark. On the last day of the trip, the teachers allowed us to ski independently in groups of two or three. The day was a blast. We could choose which slopes we wanted to go on, and we could choose who we wanted to ski with, and we could ski at our own pace. Naturally, my friends and I wanted to take advantage of this and ski until the very last minute. As the afternoon wore on, fewer and fewer people could be found on the mountain. My friends and family and I decided that the lifts were likely to close soon and that we should make our last run down before reuniting with the class at the top of the mountain. After a swift trip down the slope, we filed in line for the chairlift. Since the mountains were so empty at this point, we decided to each nab a lift for ourselves. I got on last and was a few chairs behind a friend of mine who was ahead of me. The twilight growing around me paired with the stunning view of the mountains inspired me to take a selfie using my old Nikon camera. For reference, it was a very fun hot pink color. I extended my arms out in front of me and grinned at the lens, all decked out in my helmet and ski goggles. After snapping the photo, I enjoyed the rest of the scenic ride as the lift slowly reached the top of the mountain. There, I was reunited with my class, we all got into our gondolas and headed back to the bus one last time. Once I was on the bus, I pulled out my camera and began to check out all the pictures I'd taken that day. As I got to my most recent photo, I hesitated. Something was really off. Ew. Trying to pin what was causing my confusion, I zoomed into the picture. The mountains looked as devastatingly beautiful as ever in the background, but as I moved the zoom over my face, I stopped cold. I was looking at the reflection in my ski goggles. They were that super reflective material that is basically like a mirror. As the goggles curved around my face, I could spot something reflecting what had been to the right of me on the lift. This sent a chill down my spine. There was a man, all decked out from head to foot in black ski clothes. His face was covered in black goggles and a face mask. I was stunned. All I could think to do was show my friends and ask them if I was somehow misinterpreting the picture. My closest friend silently analyzed my selfie. Finally, she turned to me wide-eyed and shook her head. He was definitely next to you, she said. Are you sure you don't remember sharing the lift with someone else? Wait, 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 wait. Those, those like, chairs that are up in the, like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> now, this part is important. I was very, very shy about taking selfies. I never took them in public unless a friend was doing it with me. I would have never taken one on the lift if I'd shared a seat with someone else. Plus, the lift was only three seats wide. There was no way I neglected to notice someone sitting next to me. I puzzled over the picture for a while, but I still have no explanation. Did she attach it? No. Okay. I'm curious to I know. Didn't want to see. <laughs> she writes. I'm curious to know what you all think. 
I hope you enjoyed reading about my spooky ski lift encounter. Can't wait for the October series stories to come. All the best, Sammy. That's terrifying. I don't it's something like about, that. What is it about reflections? Like, that's, that's such a thing. No, it's not even the reflection. It's the, like, oh, I took a picture, and then in, like, the background, there's, like, a man peeking out Oof, from your curtains. It's like, or like, it's like the movie Sinister. It was... I've never seen it and never will. It was an old woman was Ew. in the back of every photo. Ew. Every single photo that this boy was in was a, an old woman standing behind him. And it was the creepiest thing, Ew. but it was only seen in film photos. Ew. It was like the weirdest thing, but I'm telling you, it's just like the story. It's crazy. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And with that out of the way, okay. time to dive into Taryn's scary story. Okay. I'm, Watch it to like not that scary. But I, know, I just I built know. it up. All of this like buildup has got me all kinds of excited. Oh man. Okay. Also, in like true October series form, I'm drinking an Alani New. It's one of my favorite energy drinks. And it's uh it's a witch's brew flavored, which is like caramel apple. But I thought that was those fun. suckers mm. are one of my top candy is like they are so good Same. they taste so good all right <laughs> well <laughs> no sense in prolonging this <laughs> okay this is called october series haunting at an airbnb <gasps> which i will never again live at what stay what? at go to visit that's a lie <laughs> i don't know okay <laughs> Ooh, okay. There is something about staying in a place that's not your home 
and not knowing like where things are. It's very unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Hi, Ash and Tear. She called me Tear. No one calls you Tear. Alicia tar. calls you Tear Bear. Yeah. Tear Bear. My name is Jen, and you can use my name. Hi, Jen. I absolutely love your podcast and the energy you two bring to the table every week. You guys have a great thing going, and I am here for the ride. Love that. Love that. Spooky season visited me a month early this year. This is what bothers me. (laughs) This just happened. Oof. Yeah. Oof. (laughs) I feel like Like 90% of the stories we get, we're like, oh, we were a child ago. or this was 10 years so like, ago. You know, when you tell a story for years and years, like it kind of snowballs into this big, like detailed yeah. mess. Whereas yeah. like this is so recent. This is very recent. <laughs> this is fresh in her head. All the details are very clear. I am sweating. Okay. <laughs> um, to preface, I am an Enneagram 7 wing 8 Capricorn and 26 years old. <laughs> Capricorn. Bio. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> we know everything we need to know about you. Okay, this is a long one, so let's get into it. Yay. I just got the chills. I, I wish I was, like, when I listen to podcasts like this at home, like, I'm in a blanket. I have a candle lit. Like, well, I'm also, like, Michaela adds, like, music and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, like, I, I'm i glad that's not happening live because yeah. I probably would be freaking out. Yeah. But also, like, y'all are, you're getting the experience. Yeah, this is know? the time. If you're going to get comfy, do it now. Do it now. Go to the bathroom now. <laughs> I wish I could. Okay. Um, okay. Labor Day weekend crept up on me and my friends, but I was determined to make the most of the long weekend. I suggested that we get an Airbnb at the beach for our last summer hurrah. Oh, my God. This last Labor Day weekend. Girl, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. (laughs) Telling you. Okay. Everyone was down, so I scouted out an Airbnb that was the least expensive while still charming enough to want to book. We all pitched in and made the three and a half hour drive to the beach come Saturday of that weekend. Now, the house was beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, it was rather dingy. A quick Google search informed me that the house was built in 1930, nearly 100 years old. I grew up in New England in a house that was also built in 1930, so I wasn't that bothered. But my boyfriend, on the other hand, was acting very strange from the moment we got there. Me. (laughs) Literally. Okay. Um, Our room in particular was freezing, much colder than the other three bedrooms in the house. Something's not right, he said to me softly. I don't like the energy here. I consider myself a pretty energy-sensitive person as well, but I hadn't felt anything off. I told him everything would be okay, and we gathered the group together to go out for dinner and explore the town. We got back to the Airbnb around 11 p.m. and decided to call it a night so we can be ready for our beach day in the morning. My boyfriend, however, was acting odd. Despite the fact that all our friends had gone to bed, he was sitting in the kitchen by himself, blasting music through the speaker in the dark, completely oblivious to the situation. I was sitting in bed wondering what the hell he was doing. I go out there and turn off the speaker. Baby, everyone's trying to sleep since we're waking up early tomorrow. You have to be respectful. If you want to play music, play it softly on your phone or put your headphones on. He was sitting at the kitchen table with his head hung low. I waited there, confused by his positioning, and watched eerily. I want to leave. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, my eyes. (laughs) And watched eerily as he slowly lifted his head to stare at me. Let's go to bed, I say. 
Stop playing games, he said dryly. You what? <clears throat> she continues. Games? You're literally blasting music at midnight. Now is not the time. I brushed it off thinking he was just being a little dramatic from drinking. I wasn't about to entertain anyone's mood. I go to our room and he follows, tripping and walking messily behind me. Since it was an old house, the floors were unleveled and I had tripped on it earlier that day myself. But what was strange about him is he was literally flailing his arms around and walking very chaotically. You would think he was extremely drunk, but he had only had maybe three drinks the whole evening and hadn't had any for at least an hour. Are you good? I asked. He kept giving me this blank look, one that made me feel like I didn't recognize him and he just didn't respond. I stepped aside so he could walk into the room first. I didn't want him to disappear again. So once he was in the bed, I shut the door. I hear a frightened gasp and I look over at him and he's sitting straight up perfectly postured in bed. A little girl is standing next to you. I quickly look around me and say, I don't see anyone. He continues, she was there right next to the door. I nodded, well, she's gone now, let's go to sleep. I love paranormal movies, but I'm not the most paranormal person. I'm the kind of person who has a reason for everything. So it's not easy for me to feel scared or put off. I turn off the lights and try to settle into sleep, but moments later, my boyfriend starts heaving as if he's struggling to breathe. His legs and arms are convulsing noticeably. What's going on, I ask? Are you okay? He keeps squirming. What's wrong? Talk to me. Nothing. I wasn't sure what to do, but I held him until he fell asleep. I, on the other hand, could not fall asleep. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, yeah. No kidding. Uh, I will not ever was sleep again. Suffocated? And I wasn't there. I don't know. Was the little girl suffocating him? I don't him? know, Ashley. <laughs> okay. Um, 2 a.m. came around. So I got up to use the bathroom. I came back to my room and closed the door. Minutes later, I hear footsteps walking down the hallway. I'm thinking it's one of my friends using the bathroom. Seconds after this thought, my bedroom door creaks and I look up to see the door open, opening widely till it hit the wall, but no one was there. Oof. At this point, I was annoyed. I didn't bother closing the door, I just went to bed. I woke up to use the bathroom again around 7 a.m. I came back to close the door and again, I watched it open by itself. This time, my boyfriend saw it too. The girl, she's by the door. He of said. course she is. <laughs> oh. We chat about it for a little and go back to sleep. Chat about it? <laughs> I would have she's, been gone already. She's so casual. Like, yeah. literally, I, if my boyfriend was like, I feel like something weird is in the house. I'd be like, that's all enough it, for me. All it would take is for someone to say, I'm Literally. getting bad vibes. I'd be gone. I wouldn't have Literally. spent a single night there. I would have paid for the first night and been like, I'm out. I'm unwell. Okay. Um, we met up with our friends to get ready for the beach. My other friend also said she went to sleep with the door closed and it was open when she got up. She recalled hearing footsteps at one in the morning. I told her I was awake at that time and no one had been up walking around until I did, which was at two. We were weirded out by this, but let it slide. After we came back from our beach day, we all get ready for bed, and my boyfriend starts acting strange no, again. No, He asks for his car key and says he might go sleep in the car. He felt extremely bothered by something. His face was washed with worry, which is something I'm not used to seeing. 
He kept saying that he felt like something was in the room and it was extremely cold. My other friends slept with their lights on and I told my boyfriend, I'll protect you and everything will be okay. He gets into bed. I clean up a little bit in the kitchen and when I come back to our room, the lights are off and it looks like he's asleep. I crawl into bed and I have my phone as a flashlight so I can see where I'm going. I put my phone down and before turning my flashlight off, I look over at my boyfriend to see if he's asleep. He was facing me with eyes wide open and a huge creepy smile no. on his face. <laughs> like the smile movie. I hate it. I hate that trailer. It scares me so I'm much. I'm going to throw up. Okay. Oh, and she's so close to him, and it's dark. Well, also imagine like the lights, it's like dark, and then the flashlight probably comes. like shine. Like, oh, <gasps> I have chills. I have goosebumps all over my legs. I need okay. a blanket now. I'm cold. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna start bringing a blanket. Okay, I'm unwell. Okay. Geez, you scared me. I giggled nervously. His face remains the same. Uh-uh. All right, you got me. You can knock it off. He continues to face me with this eerie expression, oof, oof. sitting in silence. His lack of response freaks me out. What is it, I say. He continues to smile and then says, I told you something was in here. <laughs> what does that mean? Is it him? Is it in him? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sweating. Oof. I didn't really know what to do, so I started rambling about who knows what. I even started laughing at one point to see if you would break character right, yeah. and laugh with me. <laughs> yeah, that's something never, I would do, yeah. too. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> you goof. Yeah. <laughs> Stop goofing. You're so funny. I'm going to go check something. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, back to the Get kitchen real quick. Skirt. Grabs a knife on my way out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh. He never did. Just the same disturbing look. Eventually, I turned to the other side and went to bed. Dude, this girl... She's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I could never. Yeah. I would probably break up with him. I'm not going to lie. Oof. I mean. I couldn't recover. Even even if like everything went back to normal and it never happened again. You that can't would, erase that. No, you know? I would literally see like, that. Like imagine sleeping next to him the rest of your no. life. And no. like you would constantly be scared Absolutely of rolling not. over and seeing. No. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. No. Okay. A It'll day later. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. A day later, after we made it home and we're going to sleep, I said to him, you were being really creepy at that Airbnb, by the way. We hadn't talked about it much while we were there, so I decided to bring it up in the comfort of our own home. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? He looked genuinely confused. I told him about how he was mad at me the first night and was breathing weird and shaking. Then I told him about his creepy vibe the night after. That's crazy, he said. I didn't even remember any of that until you said it just now. What? I thought you were just messing with me, she said. He does that a lot. No, he looks puzzled as if he's trying to regain a memory. Now that you mention it, I remember doing that, but it wasn't me. I don't know mm -hmm. what everyone was experiencing at that Airbnb, but whatever entity that was, at least we didn't take it home. Thanks so much for reading. Love, Jennifer. Dear God, he was possessed. I, no. By the spirit of the house. But the smile. The smile. The smile. No, the smile and I told you something was in here. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. No. It's it's very... Oh, I don't like that. Isn't I don't that, like that. Like, I don't... I... 
I think I'm gonna be alone forever. <laughs> Cause that I don't want. I don't. I don't. Oh. <laughs> you're I gonna like. Never, you're gonna I'm be serious. cuddling with your boyfriend I the next time. I could never and be like, unsee that. Like no. it doesn't matter how great our relationship is. Like I no. could never unsee that. No. Like I wouldn't be able to sleep for the rest of no. my life. Absolutely not. Because I'd be scared to roll over and see that smile. Yes. Yes. No, I hate it. I literally hate it. Well, there's plenty of fish in the sea, as they say. <laughs> so, she's. I mean, she seems like she could get over she it. She seems fine. I would not be, on the other hand. But isn't that so my gross? Advice, my advice. Isn't Run. that so gross? Oh, I hate it. I oh, oh, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. What an amazing story, though. That could be a movie. That could be a full-on movie. Actually, I'm yeah. pretty sure that Smile movie is spot on. Yeah. Well, did you see um, – I saw a TikTok that was saying that they did, like, a huge marketing stunt. So at all these different, like, sporting events, um, inter- like, interviews, like, random things with sports, mm-hmm. they place people, like – so, like, in the back of home plate. Yes. There, there were people that were just sitting with the smile – so if you look at all these different sporting things, you'll see in the background or like someone's like doing an interview uh-huh. and in like the far back, there's a girl standing there just doing uh-uh. that smile. And so it's like their big like stunt where they're trying to like get people to see the to movie the or whatever. But I smile. saw like the little clips of it and uh-uh. I was like, absolutely not. Uh-uh. It's so scary. I, yeah. I saw the trailer um, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And then I eventually I had to turn my head. I couldn't look at it. No, I can't watch it either. Something about it. It's just so it's it's the like it's the like. The same thing why we don't trust little kids and older people in scary <laughs> situations because there's something very unnerving yes. about like the like innocent and vulnerable yeah, like, like turning a smile on us. Supposed or a to smile be like, supposed to mean like safe, happy like, and positive yeah. and warmth, but like not that kind of not smile. Not in that you know? scenario. Oof. Ew, yeah. dude. I will never not picture that. That's so scary. So scary. I'm I'm terrified. So scary. Um, Just wanted to quickly take a little break from this and say if you have a scary story, it is not too late. We still have all of October and we need all of your scary stories. If you have a scary story that happened to you or if you know someone that has a scary story that happened to them, um, write it out. Email it to us at what's the email, Taryn? Great question, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Advice unsolicited pod. Well done. At gmail. Zucum. It's Zucum. Yes, ma'am. That's it. At Gamail. Gmail. Zucum. Ew. Was that scary? Did that I hype terrifying. it up too much? No, no, no. That was okay. That was terrifying. like really like wrecked me. Also, again, I think the timing of having seen that trailer, I mean, yeah. the, the smile I saw on the boyfriend's face was the smile yes. from the trailer. Yes. Woof. Yeah. Ew. Okay. And the head's kind of down and the eyes are like looking through the eyebrows, you know? Oof. move on but to what <laughs> more terror <laughs> to another story i put this in like 13 font double space and bold so i can Get read this it. very love that cl- for you. clearly love that for um you. I, again this is a long one guys so get comfortable pour yourself a drink sit down or as some of you do get your workout on <laughs> If I was on a treadmill, I think for the first time in my life, I'd actually like run fast. <laughs> yeah. Listening to this, I'd as be the like, music builds, you're just like running full speed. Oh man! Okay, here we go. This one, um, this one had a crazy hook on me. 
Uh, it is titled The Lonely Boy. Ew, I hate it already. <laughs> Hello, ladies and you, a family. I am writing in to share my spooky story because it's the most wonderful time of the year. October series. I seriously love your podcast, but the October series is my favorite type of content. And the chokehold that it has on me is clear because I've listened to every episode. Some even a couple times. Ha ha ha. They're right. Also, ha, this ha, is ha. a male. Oh, cool. Hey, 10%. What up? I swear, males only write in for October series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything else, they're we like. Hear every once in a while, but. Where like, they're like guilty pleasure, where they're listening. On, I stand by it. I've said this before. If a guy was smart, they would listen to our podcast. True. Because not only do they hear what other women are thinking uh -huh. and what other women are struggling with, but also we do an excellent job of giving like a girl's perspective. Oh, for sure. You would be like the woman whisperer. I also, I, I meant to share this a while ago. <laughs> I have an update. We're no longer at 10% male listeners. We're almost to 15. I literally thought you were going to be like, we're at four. No. <laughs> We are moving Sick. on up in the world. So there yeah. are more male listeners cool. listening. Cool. But I agree with Taryn. Most of you guys share scary stories. Yeah. <laughs> so They're like, I will get sense. into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready because I am finally ready to share my own scary story that happened when I was a child. And to this day, it gives me chills. So I grew up in a really small old town in upstate New York. Of course you did. <laughs> It's frigid cold. Imagine old colonial homes, 100 plus years old, and like 12,000 people. It all started in the first house we ever lived in. My only memories of the house are the attic and playing hockey outside. But actually, I should back up. Because the story doesn't start with me or my family. It starts with the previous owner of that house. Oh, crap. You see... That house was previously owned by a psychotherapist. It turns out that the therapist used to practice in the very room that my parents put me in. That's right, he writes in all caps, my room. Now, her practice was a very specific one. Basically, she would practice hypnotic therapy on her patients that were going into surgery. She would hypnotize them so that they wouldn't have to be put under during these surgeries. What? And so that they wouldn't feel anything. Is that a thing? Side note, apparently she even did it on herself while she went under heart surgery. How she was able to do that? I don't know. But anyways, let's get back to the story. What? Isn't that crazy? I did not think that was I don't, possible. I don't even know that that's a thing. But like, that's not something you can fake. Exactly. A.K.A. Magic. She's a witch. Oh my God, it's the devil. That's how I interpreted it. The that. devil has entered the chat. <laughs> he writes, but anyways, let's get back to the story. So remember, all of this took place in my room. Now, according to my mom, the second I was able to walk, I would not, he writes in all caps, stay in that room. She would try everything she could to keep me in that room thinking it was a simple matter of codependency. She even went to the extent of putting up a small baby gate in front of my door. But that didn't stop me from climbing over it and running into her room every single night because I was that scared. 
Night after night, this would happen until finally she did a double barrier, thinking this would do the trick. But no, I still hauled myself over it and into her room because again, I cannot reiterate enough, I was that scared. Out of desperation, she talks to some of her other mom friends that she knew. One of them suggested walking through the house, going from room to room, and praying. I know it sounds weird, the friend said, but maybe we should just give it a try. So they did it. And from that day on, I slept in my room without a fuss. So now, fast forward, and we're moving. My parents bought a new house not that far, maybe a block away. It's a bigger house because the family is growing. Back then it was just me and my sister, but my two little brothers were on the way. As we begin the process of moving, my dad begins to have a weird feeling that he's being watched. Mm. He dismisses this feeling and continues to pack up the house with my mother. A few days go by, and on our final day there, after everything had been packed up and the house was empty, the feeling comes back. My dad feels that there is a little boy following him around the house. Again, he dismisses the feeling and gets back to work. Finally, it's getting late, and my dad is the last one there. The house is empty, and he's about to close the front door for the very last time. And that's when he feels him. But this time, the feeling is stronger, and the message is very clear. The spirit of a little boy was there in the house with him, and the little boy wanted to come with him. Oh my gosh. He writes in parentheses in all caps. It goes, I know, chills, like like 30 S's. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Years later, when my dad told me the story, I was in shock and obviously asked him what he did. My father, being the kind and caring guy that he is, knelt down to the floor and opened his arms and swears that he felt the little boy jump into his arms and he carried that little boy down the block and into our new house. Okay, so like I'm choosing (laughs) to see this as a really beautiful, really beautiful thing. I don't, (laughs) it's it's a cute little boy. He was scared, Ashley. Clearly. In my mind, this is a beautiful story, and I refuse to let you taint it. (laughs) Because I will not be able to go anywhere. He knelt down, and the boy jumped in. Oh, my God. Because he's scared. Oof. This is nice. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. We got to pull it together. He did here. Fast forward again, and we're in the new house. To paint a picture, it's an old farmhouse. It's four stories tall. It has a basement and an attic, and it's on an acre of land, and it is very colonial. The house was 120, 130 years old, and it is here that I begin having reoccurring dreams. Every night I would dream that I would come down from the attic, walk down the hall 
walk into my room where I am sleeping and shake myself awake. And every night, I would wake up from that nightmare literally shaking, like physically shaking, like someone was shaking me. But I was so afraid I would keep my eyes closed and run straight to my parents' room. One night, the shaking was so bad that I actually got dizzy And when I went to run, I ran right into the wall and cut my forehead open. This would happen night after night after night, and it was beginning to weigh on me. I was a bit older now, so one night when it began to happen, I mustered the strength to open my eyes and yell out, enough, no more. And it never happened again. To this day, I still don't know what it was or what was happening to me. So many freaky things would continue to happen in that house. As I got older, I stopped playing with my toys. They all got put in a box, and that box got put in my closet and sat there for years. And randomly in the middle of the night, one of the battery-powered ones would turn on. Or one time, my brother was home alone, and he swears he heard someone run up the stairs. Scared and confused, he yelled, Hey, who's there? There was no response, of course, but a couple seconds later, he heard someone run down the stairs. But again, no one was there. It just always felt as though there was someone right next to you, walking with you, sitting with you, following you around the house. It wasn't until recently that my dad told me about the spirit of the little boy at our first house, and that's when it hit me. Every dream, every toy turning on, every time I was shaken awake, and every footstep we heard was the little boy. He just wanted to play. The end. It's a beautiful, (laughs) wonderful, innocent story. Of a little boy who just wanted to play with his friend. I'm like, what happened to the little boy and the psychotherapist that he's still there in the first house? And he must have hated it there and loved the family that moved in and wanted wanted to to follow them. Because maybe the house was so dark. And he just wanted to play. He just wanted to play. So it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse. No, I'm saying the part that got me the most was the dad knelt down and opened his arms and carried and felt like the like he he felt the weight of the boy as he carried him to the other house. Chills. I will not be sleeping tonight. At all. My voice cracked. At all. No. No, I'm ref- I will be Ooh. living in my in denial state that I'm in now. Yeah. I'm picturing just a cute little boy who's just like lonely. It's all colonial boy. A colonial boy. <laughs> in a floor length nightgown. <laughs> Ew. I don't that makes it worse. It did. I hate that. Oh. Oh, oh. god. Uh, and like he woke up being shaken. Yeah. I'm imagining like by his shoulders or something like that. Yeah. Darren's got nothing for me. I got nothing. I'm just going to live in this zone. 
where everything's fine. Because I've always been in this zone of like, oh, that's scary, but like, it's not real. But then yeah. we keep hearing all these stories, Ash. I know. I it's keep not asking for him. It's not good for our mental health. Oh my God. Our spiritual health. Okay. Our health in general. In the name of Jesus, protect us all. <laughs> Should we listen to him on the way home? Absolutely. <laughs> Probably. It is well. <laughs> shaky voice. Ew. Okay. I hate it. You know what? I hope you all are enjoying this because we're torturing ourselves for you. I feel like we say that every year. We do. And then we get so excited and then we hit this point every time where we're like, this is scary. Yeah. It's okay though. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We're okay. It's fine. We're fine. It's we're one all in this together. What time is it? We're it's all 2.30. This together. We've got plenty of time to like Mm-hmm. You know, it's still daylight. Yeah, we'll just watch a Disney movie tonight. Absolutely, mm-hmm. cool. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> side note: If you made it all the way here, um, we have been posting a lot of fun promos on yes. our Instagram. Ouch. We take our promos very seriously, as most of you guys already know. So be sure to show us some love there. Um, be sure to check out our merch because mm-hmm. it's super sick. Twin and with us. you would look super sick in it. Send us selfies of you listening to October series. Oh my in god! Your merch. Yes, please send us selfies we'll make a whole of series. what your October series listening Set situation yeah. looks like. That's actually really cool. I would love yeah. to see that. <laughs> I'd be. I would die if it's a lot of people like at the gym. And yeah, on, on the treadmill, and sweating. <laughs> on walks is a good one. I I listen. I used to listen to um, a lot of uh, true crime stuff on walks, and it was so funny how. It really? Yeah. On walks. I I'm could not working never, out. I'm just walking. Because I'd be like, oh, someone's behind me. Oh, I would get so nervous. Like anytime I felt someone walk past me or run past me or a car, it was like a villain. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like on edge the whole time. Absolutely. But it was really fun. Yeah. Especially if it's like kind of foggy outside. Yeah. No, I've been getting like really scared lately because of the all the women coming out and talking on TikTok about how they're like almost got abducted. Yeah. You see, there's like a huge rise in that yeah. right now. I also, and then, sorry, you're <laughs> good. Um, and then, like a couple cities away from where I live, someone just like a white van pulled up and tried to grab this woman at like two p.m., like Oof. middle of this like busy area, Oof. and she was able to like fight them off. But I've been hearing all these things about don't get gas at night, like don't do this. Yeah. If you see this on your car, don't touch it. Yeah, and so yeah, the other day me and my brother were both leaving from somewhere and I was like, shoot, I need gas. So I like straight up called him and I was like, I know this is dumb, but can you just like stay in your car with me? No, follow me. That's exactly what he said. He was like, no, are you kidding? Like, of course. And so then I was telling him about all the stuff I've been hearing and we were just talking about like how he'll never have to like feel those feelings, like what it's like to be a woman and be like terrified of Someone trying to like hurt you oh, or kidnap crazy. you. Like, it, it does obviously it doesn't happen to guys as much, but it still happens to guys. So I feel like a lot of them need to be told to think this way. Yeah, but does it? When's the last yeah. time you heard a guy get kidnapped? No, it's definitely rarer. It's and I feel like kidnapping. It's mostly young boys. Yeah, for would, bad yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. But like, but nobody like yeah. in their thirties is like, oh shoot, I'm gonna get kidnapped. Yeah. Speaking of men. <laughs> getting kidnapped uh have you started the Dahmer series on netflix no. i have to be in the right mindset <gasps> oh it i've is, heard it's so intense it is dark as hell yeah I'm also one scared. of my friends is in it and he crushed his role really he was the first victim shoot and he did so so good but like another great example of like 
men being lured in. Yeah. And Ew, dude. Ew, dude. The Dahmer okay. one is heavy. Like, you can't really no, yeah, it. I'm, it's a I'm lot. I'm a little scared. But it's so yeah. good. The, it's so, so good. I'm a little scared. I don't know how much more I can put on my, my scary plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a meltdown. Okay. <laughs> um, let's, sorry, let's end with a dad joke. Mm-hmm. We love ending it with a dad joke because yes, it just kind of brings the mood up a little bit. Yeah. Got a little lifter. Um, Ashley. Taryn. Why don't skeletons fight? Bony. <laughs> Stab you with the... Um, I don't know. <laughs> Bony. Because <laughs> they don't have no guts. Oh, that's so good. That's a good one. I didn't say it that like aggressively, but I just felt like... Well, I, I, feel like, I felt like you added to it. They ain't got no guts. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for making it to the end of the podcast. If you made it to the dad joke, you know we love you the mostest. Cannot reiterate enough. Follow us on socials. Mm -hmm. Send us those Mm -hmm. scary stories. We could not have our October series without you guys sending in scary stories. Um, So please take the time to do that. Um, And get so excited because we'll be back next Monday with another scary story for you. Yes, we will. Um, Hug your loved ones. (laughs) And the ghost in your attic. over your house. (laughs) Yeah. And pray it's a little boy, not terrifying. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dear God. Anyways, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.